the father of Greek philosophy, ancient philosophy, Aristotle says, our purpose here and while we're alive is to flourish. So you yourself have to open up, flourish, and to experience the potential that lives within you. So if you take that as a personal purpose, then you are more, you know, open and receptive and willing to dive deeper into your own consciousness and nature as well. Certified life coach Haley Gianni from 505 Living joins a podcast where she shares her experience with helping her clients develop true clarity in their lives. And we also chat about the importance of bringing our unconscious to our conscious. So, let's do it. Too many days in the darkness Without a glimpse of the light Running tired and broken and scared But I swear I'll never give up the fight I see you broken and beat Head pulled down over your eyes Every part of you wants to surrender but darling, you were meant to survive With every welcome to the show. Thank you so much for coming on today. I'm so happy to have this conversation with you. Yes, absolutely. It's an important one. Uh, and so I just I just want to jump right into it here. Something something that really stood out to me um, when I was, you know, kind of reviewing your work at first was your your focus on clarity that really stood out to me and, um, you know, helping people become more clear about their life, because I think that that is just such an important element that everybody has the possibility to do. It's kind of like the hiding in plain sight. Right. And I um, just want to start with asking you really how you got into this type of work and then fast forward till today. And what are your goals for when you're working with somebody who approaches you for help? Those were a lot of good questions there. Yes. <laughs> yeah. in <laughs> There's so much to be said there. So mm -hmm. you started out with clarity and that is, you know, my specialty in a sense of, uh, you know, my passion, where it comes from. Um, really just all tied in together with why clarity is so important. And that is because we live in an information overload era right mm, now. You know, we're bombarded with so much content and so much, you know, advice, unsolicited advice and the do's and the don'ts that are just constantly circulating. And a lot of people are truly overloaded and overwhelmed unbeknownst to themselves. So as you go about your day and you attend to all your competing responsibilities and priorities, you're also getting information through your phone, through social media, through, you know, content around you. So what happens over time is that we are naturally subscribing to this con to certain level of information that we our mind takes on and we process so what happens is that that over time creates a lot of misconceptions that we form about ourselves and maybe people around us a lot of um you know unmet real expectations and you know realities keep creep up so the point is, I got into this because I realized this a long time ago. This was just the Facebook era. This was before Snapchat, Instagram, Pinterest, you know, yeah, TikTok yeah, yeah. and all that got in. And I realized how much of 
you know, our relationships are at stake and, and so much is at the effect of our own perception and clarity and, and confidence as well. So I got into this because I came across a body of knowledge that helped me process everything around me and become more discerning and realizing what brings out, truly brings out the best in me and what is sustainable and what is transitory. And I started to share that with everybody else around me and whoever was willing to listen and made it unique to them in their experience. And it naturally grew into a coaching practice. Hmm. Well, I, I love that you're, uh, what you said before with unsolicited, unwanted distractions, because that's, that is so important to to think that you're just most people walking around with their phones or when they're out they're just getting bombarded with everything so i'm glad to know that you are um that there is somebody out there that is trying to tackle that issue with people and help people because i don't think people realize it like you said they don't realize what these um what what's really happening that happening to them um and when somebody approaches you for help you know they're they're seeking out to you to um you know, maybe find some more clarity or what it is that their their personal reason is. What typically are you able to give us like a little bit of more of a general sense of what that person's battling? Is it they're in some sort of career or moral dilemma? They're, you know, maybe trying to seek clarity in their life. Is it they want more out of their life? Are they trying to simplify things when they come to uh, speak with you? Or are they just kind of maybe fatigued about the normalities of life? So, you know, if you think of the four major pillars of life, we have health, wealth, love, and self-expression. Mm. You know, we are constantly looking for ways to improve in those areas, you know, if you're a self-aware person. But really, generally, life breaks down into these four categories. You are working on improving your financial well-being, your physical and mental well-being. That is your health category. And then your love. Everybody wants the love of a community, family, a partner, or in a romantic sense even. And then our self-expression, right? We all have something inside of us that feels like it needs an outlet to express itself. So then we can grow and feel like we are contributing to this yeah. world, to this lifetime. Feel purposeful. So, yeah, exactly. That that sense of fulfillment and, and uh, alignment. So people come to me from those different areas. They either want to improve their, you know, financial well-being. That could be, you know, their career, what they do for a living, how they can grow in that sense. And then it naturally opens up the way to take a look at how they're doing at home. You know, what's the love life like? How is that impacting their productivity and performance in other areas of life? Sometimes it's about self-expression. A person feels caged in. They feel like they're just yeah. living in this autopilot mode and responding to challenges that life throws at them. And when do they get to feel, you know, free and, and expressed so it always, something is always going to be the catalyst for you to want to make a change, to make an improvement in your life, but then it opens up, it kind of unveils the stage for you to take a look at other areas as well and make some impacts there. What, um, what typically is like a, a stressor, I would say that leads somebody to actually finally making that phone call. Like, Hey, you know, maybe I just need some help. Maybe I need to bounce something off of somebody who's independent um, who who has maybe more of a a sense about these things that that maybe they don't have because they're in like an emotional state or something. They're 
you know, they're, there's something with their love life or their career or, or financially speaking, that's just um, causing them maybe to make decisions that maybe you, you know, someone with your expertise can help them with what typically um, would you say is that final straw with people that is like, Hey, let me just reach out and, and, and see if I can get some help. So everyone's different. Everyone's unique. And I really believe that. And I see that over and over again, we are, they say we're as unique as our thumbprint and that's why it identifies. Us that's true. That's a good, document. that's a very good, um, it's a very good assessment of that it is. Right. So we are all very unique. So for some people, it is a, a kind of an ultimatum, like they've had enough. And, and if, you know, they don't do something about it, something else will fall apart. And that mm. something could be their relationship. It could be their, you know, professional playground that they've built. So, you know, over the time and they work so hard at, it could be themselves, their sanity is at stake. So something is, is now kind of like the ultimatum and it's pushing them to, to pick up that phone and make a phone call or write an email or seek out some kind of guidance and support. Um, for others, it could be that you know, they are in state of complacency, things have plateaued. So they're just on the treadmill. They're not, you know, mm. they know there's more to that, to life. There's more in them. There's more potential they want to tap into, but they just don't know where to turn. So they like to expand on that and to have the support and become more, um, productive in that area of life. So whatever area that may be for them. So I think, but fundamentally it breaks down into those two. It's either a, the plateau state that we just feel, you know, sick and tired of. It's just yeah. complacency that, that crept up or it's the ultimatum. It's this like, okay, there's nowhere else to turn. You know, something major is going to happen if I don't take action. It's, it's very, um, I guess to say like reactiveness rather than proactiveness. Does that make sense when people kind of reach out and, and approach? So coaching is, is different than cl clinical therapy yeah. and traditional therapy route. So for coaching, it's usually people that are in a more proactive state. Oh, and okay. You know, this is not to to take away at all the impact or the importance of reaching out when you do need uh, the clinical side as well. Um, but again, it really is the proactive or reactive either side. It doesn't matter. It's yeah. some kind of action. So I prefer that than no action at all. <laughs> for sure. For sure. <laughs> you know, so it's, it's like, if you're being reactive towards something because you really just been triggered and you don't know how else to manage it. Yeah. Great. Fine. Reach out. Let's help. Let's work it together. Uh, and if you are being proactive, like I was saying, if you are realizing that complacency is not where you want to reside, that's great. Let's be productive and let's make a change there. Well, I love the, I love the coaching side of it, the coaching element. Cause I feel like the, the average person doesn't like consider ever really consider that as a true option for, for themselves. You know, they, they tend to think about like, okay, I'm going to be going to therapy or something like that. But the coaching side of things, I feel like it's almost like a professional friendship where they're giving you actual um, high level advice based off of education, experience and, and practice. And I think that that could be so beneficial to people that maybe are unfamiliar with, with working with a coach because it really does help align you on your journey through life, because it's, it's kind of like, like if you don't have a coach or I've never, you know, worked with a coach, I feel like it's kind of like 
the equivalent of if you're going on a hike in the woods and you never look down at your compass or your map, you just go, okay, we're starting. We're going to go two miles like Northeast and you never stop to make sure you're going in the right direction. And if you never stop to do that, you're going to be way off by the time you get there. And working with a coach, I feel like is such a good map. It's a roadmap. It helps you. It helps you stop too to realize. And then, you know, even when you're still walking in your, in your mind, you're, you're bringing that unconscious conscious. Absolutely. A hundred percent. You know, I, I also think of coaching and the reason I got into it myself is because I wanted some practical guidance. I wanted things real time. I was sort of done beating the drum of the past and wanted something that was specific to me, not a cookie cutter remedy that to be successful, you have to do A, B, and C because that was the formula for someone else. You know, this type of coaching is based on a scientific assessment. It analyzes a person's true nature and what their authentic drivers are and what their true natural mode of operation is all about. So then it's practical. So the guidance that you go with that you that you receive from coaching that you go and apply to life is going to give you immediate results and feedback. The other thing with the coach is that you mentioned being a friend uh, that someone that goes on the the ride with you, it's also the the person who's unbiased, who yes. has no judgment, who um, really is not your friend and family. Is not trying to sugarcoat it, anything, but it's not trying to aimlessly and pointlessly motivate you and hype you up either, right? It's where the practicality comes into play. A good coach is someone who can look at your life from a comprehensive perspective and give you the the support and the clarity that you need so you can see your next step and how that will impact the previous step and how that will give you, you know, put you on the right trajectory to make the goals more attainable and reachable. Yeah, because it it is you hit the the nail on that because it really there is a significant difference between things working in theory and things working in practice. And then it, even if you have a remedy that is practical actually putting it into practice in real time is also difficult too. And, you know, if you're getting some, some good feedback from your friend or something, sometimes that idea might be great, but actually implementing it in real time might, uh, might not be so great, <laughs> you know, or as great as if you're working with somebody who is completely independent, who can actually give some, uh, you know, advice or, or coaching skills onto how to implement it. I, uh, how what are what are some typical approaches that you would you would give? I know every situation is different, um, but is there some consistent approach that you know somebody's approached you already? They've said their problem. Maybe it's it's finances, for example, and they're like, "Hey, you know, I I either don't like my job. This is a common theme I'm seeing in the world right now. Is I don't like my job. Um, you know, I need finances though." I'm feeling helpless. I'm not motivated. I'm not enjoying the majority of the time, you know, that I'm at my job. And when I'm not at my job, um, you know, where do you typically, where do you typically go? I would say in, in a, in a scenario like that, um, I know every, every, you know, example is different, but is there a consistent remedy that you're trying to get them to understand and long-term 
So you brought up a very um, interesting, but also rather common scenario and situation out there for for people, right? Yeah. Whether it's, a, you know, they're at a career that is not fulfilling or one that simply doesn't support the lifestyle that they want to live. So either way, everything that you mentioned, that's very, that's a compacted uh, sort of space if you think about it we we analyze the outcome of a scenario of a situation but if you really open it up you realize that there's a lot that is in there that usually people immediately will need to untangle in order to have the sense of freedom to make the right moves right so when you're in a situation that makes you unhappy and it's confining and it's limiting yeah. right you develop a fixed mindset around it you start to believe that that is your reality and you have all of these limitations that prevent you from making the right move in order to get out of the box and start to live your free life right and naturally there will be limitations it could be a family limitation it could be something that will financially impact you and and stop you from making the moves. So when we open things up and untangle them and start to look at everything from a component by component perspective, you start to see, okay, are we working with a limited mindset? Are we looking at some learned behavior? Is there potential? Is there some movement to be made where it's not a big risk, but it's a good risk and it's a calculated risk. Yeah, it's a good so start, it's not yeah. Right. So to get you started, because in a restricted space, you don't make move when you're in fight or flight mode, you are not simultaneously in creation mode. Mm. So you're just trying to survive, but then you know that there is something better and brighter on the other side. But first we have to deal with where you are in that moment, in that situation, your reality in a sense. So my job or how I contribute to creating a better life for someone is to untangle some of the, you know, mental road jams, <laughs> that, yeah. the traffic jams that have been created. So then you can start to make the right moves, but then you're not in, again, in fight or flight mode. So we can allow creation, inspiration, creativity to breathe a little bit as well. What, what is the general self-awareness level that people have, I guess, when the people that, um, you know, kind of approach you for coaching? Because I feel like that's so important being self-aware, because I, I think that was pretty much what you were, you were touching on there is, is making people self-aware of really the situation, maybe why they're, why they're there to start before. Obviously, you can even start on maybe a, a, a move to start or a calculated risk. I mean, it's, it's being aware of the, the current situation. I mean, is there a level of self-awareness do you think um, that's high, low, middle? Yeah. So we all have self-awareness to a certain degree, yeah. right? We are living in this body. We were born in it. We've, we've taken it everywhere we go. So, you know, so at a certain point we understand what gives us energy, what takes energy from us, but what yeah. comes what gets in the way and makes us trip up is that, again, it goes back into this cookie cutter uh, remedy for everything that, you know, you look at a lot of the, the insight that's out there to be successful. It's very common to hear that you have to wake up at a certain time and you have to have a very regimented routine and you have to do such mm. and such and read this and do that. And, you know, so when you take someone whose nature is not, is more spontaneous and naturally needs to feel that there's space to create, if you start to give them a very rigid structure and order, 
they will not thrive. Yeah. <laughs> That's a yeah. given. But if they have friends that keep telling them, hey, man, you got to do this or hey, you know, you got to operate in this way or that way, they are pushing against their nature. Their motivation cannot last. They will snap. So I help people realize their nature, not just self-awareness, mm. you know, in terms of, okay, naturally, if I do this and this, I'll be more clear, or I'll, I'll function better. Everybody knows that, but we have to dig deeper into our nature and it's rather complex, right? I'd say, yeah. It, you know, it is complex, but it's not, it's also a different thing. And I do have to mention, it's a different thing than soul searching, because a lot of times you go sign up for a coaching retreat or, you know, a program and they'll go, okay, great. Here's some information. Now go on your journey and go do some soul searching and the answers will come to you. Well, what happens is that people go out there and they'll spend, you know, a long time trying to figure the, figure it out. But that's, that's great when you have the luxury to take the time to do that. But most people don't, they can't just quit their job, quit their family, leave their city and go to, you know, the mountaintop to figure out what their soul needs. That's great if you can do that, but we live in the, a very practical reality and we do have responsibilities and things yeah. that we have to attend to. So it's better, It you know, the thing with people I work with, I describe to them their nature immediate it immediately lifts a very heavy weight off their back so they can stand tall again they can breathe again they can really it's just self-awareness but it's also self-acceptance and to know what exact things will bring out the best in you strengthen you give you energy when you do that you naturally walk with clarity you take the actions that you know will give you the results immediately not 10 years from down the line you have to get immediate feedback in order to kickstart your motivation and to get going that sense of relief that you'd said like that first breath of you know fresh air has got to be real like mental fresh air i would say it's got to be really like you said uplifting because a part of what you were saying, it, rem it reminded me of the quote by um, Carl Jung, um, the, the the famous quote, until you make the unconscious conscious, it will direct your life and you will call it fate. Because mm -hmm. it's so true. It's so true. And that even like Carl Jung was a psychiatrist from Switzerland, I believe that I, I think he was born like the late 1800s and then died in like the mid 1900s. So it's like you were to, if you were to think, about those that society back then it's that's quote is still so relatable if not even more relatable in the society that um that we live today because you're you know bringing those deeper thoughts that people have been carrying to the surface and thankfully i mean it, you know people can sit down with with someone like you and and actually you know let let some of that out and i i actually like when i was doing some research on them i got Started to go on a little Carl Young little binge there. <laughs> yeah, because I mean, it, it it makes sense too why a lot of the times we don't dabble into um, our unconscious because he also had a quote that said, there's no coming to consciousness without pain. Yeah. And that made sense. That made sense as to why people keep things in the unconscious because they don't, you know, if it's going to bring pain, they don't, they don't want to. They'll keep kicking that rock down the alleyway. They'll keep kicking it down the street until you know, shit hits the fan and they actually finally have to, there is no choice. They have to confront it. And, um, you know, it, it makes a lot of life like choices when you, when you think about people in your life or your own lives and behaviors that you have made in the past, it makes it make sense a little bit as to, you know, why there's avoidance 
I feel like there's a common theme in, in people is, is avoidance, financial avoidance, um, like even health avoidance, you know, people, you know, I don't want to go to the doctor because it's, it's going to be bring bad news, which is pain. You know, I, I don't want to hear things that's going to bring pain. And his, his quote with that too, why there's no coming to consciousness without pain. It really made sense. But if you actually go through that, if you go through it, you might reach that sense of clarity. If you go through a little bit of that pain and you, um, it sounds like you are the, the surgeon that helps them go through that unconscious, which yeah. is, which is really cool to, it's really cool to think about it that way, that that's the type of work you do. You know, you are like the, you do it in such a surgical way. I think that's awesome. Thank you. So, you know, when he said that back in back then, there was no so like information, social media overwhelm. So imagine how relevant, how timeless that that wisdom is and how much harder we have to work at it now, because, you know, our biggest currency is our attention and our attention mm -hmm. is what companies are fighting for and paying big money for to get your attention. So if you've got hundreds, thousands, millions of companies competing for your attention. Where's your attention going towards their agenda through towards their advertisement and their content? And it is for them. It is not for you to become more conscious of who you are and what you are and what you, your deeper sense of being and fulfillment is all about. So then you have to work extra harder. <laughs> so, yeah. you know, but it's, it's the type of work that is not, you know, the type of labor that is going to exhaust you. It's actually the type of work that once you dive into, it recharges you. It doesn't deplete yes, you. That is it such a good point. <laughs> right. So people think the, the word hard work and pain and, and things like that is like, oh, great. Well, I'm already suffering. I don't want any more pain or I'm already exhausted. I don't need extra work. But not every type of work is the same. Some work is draining, is exhausting, and others is, is fulfilling and replenishing. And also, too, I mean, hardworking, I mean, a, a lot of times at the end of it, you feel so purposeful and, and happy and you're feeling great after that hard work because of just the amount of energy you exhumed and then the sense of accomplishment, which everybody loves. It is in our nature to feel accomplished. You know, the father of Greek philosophy, ancient philosophy, Aristotle says our purpose here and while we're alive is to flourish so you yourself have to open up, flourish, and to experience the potential that lives within you. So if you take that as a personal purpose, then you are more, you know, open and receptive and willing to dive deeper into your own consciousness and nature as well. Yeah, it's it's a lot deeper than people really think, you know, that type of stuff. But it's worth kind of going through because it's your life. And I mean, you know, a couple of those thoughts and working with somebody like yourself uh, can really put you on such a better track career-wise, family-wise, love-wise, um, wellness-wise. And I mean, that's, that's life, right? Those, those, that area that you had discussed before, that's, that's life. And if you're able to just get yourself on a better track or, or just at least know the track you're on, you know, I mean, I, I feel like, like from a self-awareness standpoint, you know, ask anybody right now, what track are you on? Where are you going? You know, there, there might be some fumbling to start just because I think we're just so used to, you know, we, the last time we looked at the roadmap was like five years ago. Yeah. 
you know, <laughs> and how much have we buried since then and before that? And it, and, you know, we're just keep on burying and burying and burying things. So, um, thank you so much for, uh, for your, for your insight in that too. I, I'm, I'm fascinated by the work because it's, I feel like it's a combination of like psychology, wellness, mm -hmm. interpersonal communication, connection, and that all, that is just such good stuff. And it's so needed today. It really, really is so needed. And, and the combination of self-awareness and clarity. So just the, you know, it, oh. it really, thank you. Absolutely. Um, thank you as well. Thank you for creating this platform for us to have these discussions and to bring this to the forefront of, you know, everyday life that it is reachable. I mean, life coaches and myself, like we are there and available. It does not need to be an intimidating thing. It doesn't need to be like, oh, I'm going to wait until I absolutely need it. I'll just figure it out. It's better to reach out and to maximize on your energy potential as well so then you can get much further in life yeah exactly and i i have some uh for the listeners i have some if you're watching this on youtube i do have some uh, information for you at the bottom of the screen here where people can find you but really if somebody just wants to get some more information you also have an amazing blog on your on your website too if people want to check that out but really where where would you like people to reach out to you if they have questions or um you know maybe they want to seek a little consultation so 505living.com is my website. That's number 505living.com. You can visit me there. You can book a consultation. You can um, view the content and see what the work is all about. And, you know, there's a whole assessment part to this. It's a scientific-based assessment. There's a, a description, an explanation, breakdown of that. And it's called the ULT. So the website is a great place to look at. Instagram also, 505living.lifecoaching is where they can also see me there. Okay. Well, perfect, perfect. I, I, um, I appreciate all of your, uh, your knowledge here. I, hopefully we can catch up down the road and maybe do another, do another session. Absolutely. I would love that. Thank you again. Yeah,